Hello, and welcome to the Art of Living Well podcast. I'm Stephanie May Potter, and I'm here with my co-host, Marnie Dachis-Marmette. We created the Art of Living Well podcast to empower you to live your happiest, healthiest, and most authentic life. Each week, we will bring you inspiring and motivating conversations covering health and wellness topics, including fitness, mindset, food, travel, product reviews, and strategies from a variety of experts, including our own bank of knowledge. We are excited to educate, motivate, and inspire you to change the way you perceive health and discover your art of living well. Get ready to feel inspired. and welcome to episode number 15 of the Art of Living Well podcast. I'm Stephanie May Potter and I'm here with my co-host Marnie Dachis-Marmette. And today we want to talk to you guys about sugar because sugar is such a hot topic in the world right now. Like you hear about it, yes it's bad for you, right? We all know sugar is bad for you. So, But yet it's so addicting. And why is it bad for you and how do you create a healthy relationship with sugar? Like That's hard. Yes, because I think when you tell people, oh, just quit sugar or just remove all sugar from your diet, I think one, people are confused as to what that even means. And two, for most of us, if you say don't have something, then we immediately want to have it and we're creating an unhealthy relationship with with sugar. Absolutely. So like Stephanie, what is how has sugar been for you? What's your relationship like with sugar? Well, as you know, Marnie, I even tell people sometimes that I'm a recovering sugar addict. So I definitely had a true sugar addiction. I mean, every single day, and this is going back to my youth, but even in my 20s and 30s, I mean, I would still binge on sugar. I used to bring, and this is, I'm sharing, I've never really even told anyone this, but peppermint patties were my thing. And this is when- I love peppermint patties, actually. They're so good. I would buy a bag of them, and this is when I was like in my late 20s, early 30s, and I was working. I remember being pre- when I was pregnant with a couple of my kids, and I would allow myself like so many, and I would bring them to work, and I would have to eat them every day after lunch, and it was just my treat. But there was sugar in my life all the time, and I didn't even necessarily realize it. So, you know, just think about like oatmeal that were all those packets of oatmeal that were sweetened with maple syrup and all those other ingredients and drinks and lots of sugar and artificial sweeteners in my coffee. So I've always had to have sugar in my life, and a lot of times it was fake stuff, but it was fat-free, so I thought it was okay. So how did you kind of change that? You know, it's when I really started paying attention to what I was eating and my gut health, and this is probably now five, six, between five and eight or nine years ago, just started eating more whole nourishing real foods Mm -hmm. and you know probably four or five years ago started looking at the sugar labels for the first time and honestly I didn't tell my I didn't wake up one day and said I wasn't gonna eat sugar anymore I think I I just naturally started crowding out the foods it's what we talk about when you start providing your body with the nutrients that it needs it naturally sort of rejects if you will the fake stuff and I mean I remember going to birthday parties when our kids were little And those big cakes from Costco, I don't know. Oh, my gosh, yes. Because, I mean, 
they were like our favorite cakes and they were only like $30 and they fed like 50 people. But that frosting, I mean, my sister and I would go along the cake and just with our fingers, just like lick the frosting when everyone had left, you know, the party. Um, so I have to admit, I still love frosting. It's one of my guilty pleasures. Of course, the buttercream frosting. I do love frosting. <laughs> so, and I couldn't ever have enough. And once I started, it was a slippery slope. Um, but now I can look at one of those cakes and it doesn't, honestly, it doesn't look good to me. And it's, I still love sugar in other forms, but my body just craves less of it and more like the dark chocolate and the sweets that are made with more maple syrup and honey and some of the other sugars. So I still do crave sugar, um, but sometimes it's, I honestly, if I eat fruit or sweet potatoes, that can satisfy my sugar craving now. Yeah. Yep. And I think that, um, you know, sugar is just really can affect your health. And like, Mm -hmm. why, how can it affect your health? It's so addictive. They've come out with so many studies now that sugar is as addictive as cocaine, if not more, right? right? And you can, like Stephanie was saying earlier, you can Google that and see a lot of information on that. And um, it's almost like you can't help yourself. Your body is craving that because it's addicted to it. Exactly. And it's this endless cycle. It's like the more you feed it, the more you want it. The more you want it, the more you feed it. And it keeps going and going and going, right? Right. And, and I- there are just so many... Um, negative effects that your body can have from sugar. I mean, there's diabetes, like one of the number one Mm -hmm. issues with sugar. Which is on the rise because there's so much sugar in all all the processed foods out there. And originally, I think that researchers believed that obesity was the major cause of diabetes. And now they're seeing that sugar actually has a greater effect, which is so interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's like tooth decay, right? I know. And if you think about like young kids, for parents out there and their kids are getting cavities and fillings, you know, talk about that with your doctor. But think about what they're, think about what your kids are consuming. You know, obviously they have to be brushing their teeth, but the foods that you eat directly impact the health of your teeth. And kids can eat whole healthy foods too. Like just because their kids doesn't need, doesn't mean they need to eat sugar. I think even when I was a new young mom, I thought, oh, well, you need to have M&Ms and you need to, you know, like yes. all these fun treats and a cupcake. If you went to the doctor, let's go get a cookie. Like, exactly. I mean, think when you're potty training your kids. I gave them right. M&Ms because. Yes, and, I, oh my God, I did that too. And I, you know, I still M&M probably training. would have done the same thing, maybe. But I think when as they get older, you can do less of that. Um, well, and you're teaching them that the reward for doing something good Good. is a sugary treat. And I feel like I grew up that way. And Mm -hmm. for a long time, I would think, oh, I did this today. I'm going to go get a treat, like whatever that is. Exactly. Get yourself a massage or, you know, play a game with your child or do something that's more of an experience maybe, right? Exactly. I mean, using food as a reward in general isn't healthy for adults or kids to have a healthy, intuitive relationship with food. Right. Um, but don't beat yourself up over the fact that you have sugar cravings because it is very normal and um, we'll go into some of the other kind of risks and issues as it comes to eating too much sugar. Like the unhealthy gut. I mean, gut health mm. is such a huge topic these days. And um, when you have an unhealthy gut, 
you have you your immune system is weakened your digestion's wonky you have inflammation in the body and sugar just really um can alter the composition of your gut they say actually within 24 hours of eating it so that is remarkably fast right well and the bad bacteria in your gut loves sugar so the more sugar you feed your gut the more unhealthy your gut becomes causing a whole host of issues, especially this time of year, being cold and flu season, we want to try to keep our immune system strong. But then, you know, you think to yourself, so what, are they trying to scare us? Like, is sugar this mean old monster that's wrecking havoc in the world? And um, yes, it is, but there is a way to have a healthy relationship with sugar. Like, realistically, it's going to be very hard to cut out 100% 100% of sugar in your life, right? And, like, and maybe, nor should you necessarily, right? I mean, 100%. Yes. So it's like trying to find that sweet spot, mm-hmm. literally, Yes. Um, of where you can, you know, indulge a little bit here mm-hmm. and there when it feels right to you and live a, you know, mostly sugar-free life, right? right. Exactly. Um, and, you know, like, I think when... Times when I indulge and have no guilt, I think here's where I've progressed, is when I do eat sugar now, I do it because I want to, and I've chosen that that opportunity is when I want to indulge, and I don't wake up with the regret, the, the, the regret and the guilt that I once used to, and I think a lot of people feel that way. And I can reset very quickly, and so I think that's the key, making sure you don't let one, one evening or one indulgence then create a downward spiral for you. Right. And I think that um, there, like I said, there's definitely like a very, there's a roadmap to how to have that healthy relationship with sugar and how it works for you. And um, we're actually going to be doing a workshop on that, right? We are. Our popular 10 ways to create a healthy relationship with sugar workshop is going to come back online. February 26th. Yep. And um, so we've, you know, just given you a little bit about why sugar's not the best thing for you and why you're craving it so much. But we'll also talk about, um, really get into the effects it has on your body and then how to kind of deconstruct those sugar cravings that you have and understand why you're having them. And then um, actually dive into sugar. What is it? What are the different names for sugar? How do you read labels? Understand, you know, what's added sugar? What's natural sugar? Well, because part of it is the education and there's so much confusion out there and there's so many aliases for sugar. So you pick up a label and most people don't even know, I mean, what the hell they're looking at, quite honestly. Um, So we'll dive into all that and it'll be a very interactive session. So even though it's online, you'll have the opportunity to ask questions of us and we can answer them real time. But if you can't make the live session, You'll get a recording and all the materials, including recipes, um, will all be provided to you. And, you know, I just want to stress again that, like, we're not perfect. We're not 100% sugar-free people. Like, I definitely indulge in the things that I want to. Absolutely. But I'm very intentional about it. And I think Stephanie is too, like she mentioned earlier. And I think that when you kind of retrain your brain on how to... um, eat intuitively mm-hmm. and eat the foods that um, feel right to you in that moment, if you will start to feel like your choices are feeling better, right? Exactly. Does that make sense? 
Well, yeah, and I think you you will find you crave the sugar less. Mm-hmm. And so when you do eat it, it's not because you're giving into a craving, it's because you're enjoying an experience. Or you're, I love when I'm traveling and trying new restaurants. Mm-hmm. That's when I'm going to indulge. It's not going to be the cheap cookie at wherever, you know, in the break room at work or... The, the donut. The, the ga- donut. The gas station donut. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm going to have really good, high quality, you know, homemade baked goods or yes. something that's a tradition or, again, like when I'm traveling or when I'm at a nice restaurant, that's when I'm going to... Right. And I don't even want to use the word indulge. I'm just going to enjoy my food. And that, I think, is the difference between giving into cravings and sort of binging on sugar and just having a healthy relationship with sugar. Yes. And it's interesting because, you know, I used to love cakes and chocolate chip cookies were my favorite treat ever, like growing up, like with the milk, with a big glass of milk. I never drank milk, but warm chocolate chip cookies. And like, I never imagined that I would ever not eat those. And now, you know, I don't eat gluten anymore. So I don't even like, it's been a few years now, but I don't even crave chocolate chip cookies or cakes or anything like that. Right. It's so interesting how your taste buds change. And Absolutely. sometimes I'll have something and I'll be like, oh, this is like way too sweet. You know, my kids have even said that before, especially with some like frosting and certain cookies. And they love sweets. And, you know, but there are times when they've actually said, mm, this is too sweet or they kind of take a couple bites and put it away. I don't think I ever was like that growing up. I mean, I think I just ate the whole thing. I don't think I ever like took two bites of a cookie. But I think when you think about, for those of you who have kids, sometimes kids are better at actually tuning into their bodies and eating totally. when they're hungry and not eating when they're full. Think about, they could be outside playing for five hours right, and come in and barely be hungry. And then maybe an hour later, they kind of start thinking about it. But um, sometimes we can take a tip from our children, actually. Anyway, um, we would love to have you join us in this online workshop. Again, it's February 26th from 12 to 1.15. We will be recording it. So if you can't make it at that time, central time, um, we will <clears throat> email you the recording. Yes. And this will all be linked up in the show notes. The other thing we're going to do as part of the workshop, because we do want this to be a community community that we're creating in addition to the hour-long session is we're going to do a five-day sugar challenge. So when you sign up for this workshop, we're going to do an online community chat where we encourage you, it'll start the the Monday after the workshop, so Monday through Friday, where we're going to help you reduce those sugar cravings naturally. Um, And just create that healthier relationship with with sugar. sugar. Um, And you can sign up at theartoflivingwell.us backslash programs. And we look forward to you joining us. Thank you so much for listening to the Art of Living Well podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or anyone else you think may benefit from this information. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, and tag the Art of Living Well podcast on social media. If you want more inspiration in between episodes, you can find us on social media at the Art of Living underscore well on Instagram and Facebook, where we will share snippets from our daily lives and our journey to living well.